knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everyone, to another edition of Poker Action Line. Big Dave Lemon, Joe Rodriguez from South Florida. And uh, we're getting ready for the World Series of Poker. A lot of stuff coming up. A lot of social stuff going on in the World of Series, uh, uh, surrounding the World Series. And we'll talk about some of that tonight, some of the new events, some of the uh, big events. You're going to have to educate me on that because I've been so busy at work. uh, I haven't had a chance to do much uh, research. Yeah. Tell us. Well, it's just been very busy at work and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the the frustration level a little bit with uh, opening a brand new room and trying to figure out what, what works and what doesn't work and, you know. Sometimes button heads with people, and uh, just we 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 had our first incident last night of a lady who just drank too much on certain medication and got you know they had to take her to the hospital, but she's a hell of a trooper because she was back in the room there today when I was back there. So <laughs> I'm telling you, boy, she could take her, and they're telling me she can't be drinking, she can't be drinking. I go really. I said, we have, I don't know if you remember, Dave, but we used to stop people who would get to that point because, you know, you have a legal responsibility to stop these people. God yeah. forbid they, they get into an accident and, Tiger injure Woods about that. and injure themselves or somebody else. You know, the, the, the casino could be held liable for that, yeah. for over-serving uh, somebody. And uh, so today, today she was getting really pissed off because no one would give her a, a beer. She was drinking beer and apparently had... Way too many yesterday. I had left maybe forty-five minutes before the incident happened late last night. So, I say I would say it's pretty tough to get really drunk just drinking beer. Well, but when Although you, not, when not you mix the, it with medication, yeah. whatever it was that she was saying, she came in to apologize. And also with these uh, new craft beers, some of them have eight, nine, ten percent alcohol. Alcohol. Or more. Well, you know, I used to drink. It was funny because I could sit down and play in a private poker game, and people used to ask me. Where the hell are you putting all those beers? You know, and it was true, and you wouldn't see me affected one little bit by it for some reason. Yeah. But now I drank other beers, and if I had three or four of those, you know, it'd be. It was amazing if I could speak, <laughs> <laughs> let alone stand. So, but uh, yeah, that's just our first one like that, and it was funny because. Little by little, Dave, you know, people are coming back into the room that were there before, some that have been thrown out permanently before. And, you know, my, my boss has cleaned the slate with them and told them that, you know, you know, if you don't screw up. But it's amazing. You know, How's that saying go? A leopard can't change its spots. Yeah, and exactly. I think so I used far, that line last week. <clears throat> so far, that's how it's it's been for 90% of those people. It's just... They just don't know how to get get out of their own way. Yeah. They really don't. Well, tournament poker uh, continues on, even though the World Series is still now nine days away. Uh, gets underway uh, on the 29th of May with the Casino Employees Tournament. We'll run down some of the events, some of the new events, some of the things that are happening that we're looking forward to covering this year. Uh, not sure when I'm going out there. I'm hoping to go out for the main event, so we'll see what happens oh. a little later on. But uh, it's the 50th World Series of Poker, the 50th year. 
And even though the first ones, I think, had about 14 players or something like that. And uh, actually, nothing. it was just a final table. Yeah. One nine. winner, nine, and, yeah. uh, and 10,000, and the winner took 90,000 home. And didn't they vote the winner, uh, I, Johnny yeah, Moss? I yeah, think. for exactly. Player of the Year or something was voted or something. That, that you know, But, hey, we got to be grateful that they started doing that because it has become what, what it is now. It's yeah. amazing. And I... Let me ask you something. Were you ever interested in this, like, outside of casual? Um, you know, I really started following the World Series of Poker, obviously, when I got into the into the business side of it. You right. know, I played poker, but I never thought about tournaments, played in private games. And I got into the business, as you know, I've mentioned it before here in 92, when it was the first day it was ever legal in the state of Florida. And then I really started following the World Series as it slowly started to inch up in the in the uh, in the mid nineties. Yeah. And then remember the first time it got to like about almost two hundred people. People were like, "Unbelievable, two hundred people!" Which I think was the first time that it got close to a mil. It was like three quarters of a million for first place. Well, and everybody they came out with a little poker game. Like it was called the World Series of Poker Final Event Table, and it would have two hundred people. You know, and it was like. You know, you're like two hundred people. That's just that's just that's impossible to battle. That's yeah. crazy. Two hundred people, and then, man, within five or six years, all of a sudden it exploded into seven, eight hundred, and then what was? Uh, uh, I believe Money Makers was around eight hundred, wasn't it? Eight, yeah, like eight sixty three or something. Eight sixty something, and then the following year, if I'm not mistaken, was Raymer, which. Uh, more than doubled, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think it got up to... The next uh, year went to like 2,600. Yeah, it, it tripled, it tripled, like right? Yeah. Especially after what, you know, after what Moneymaker did. It, and also was about the explosion of the Internet poker and everything at that point. So. Right. Well, here, here's a question uh, that you, I'm sure you can answer. I know a lot of people may not, but uh, people remember all the champions beginning with Moneymaker and, of course, Raymer the next year and Joe Hashim and all that. Uh, who was the lad to champion before? Was it Varkani? Robert Varkani. There you go, yeah, baby. I, I, I knew you were there's all over re- that one. There's a reason you put me in this chair. Exactly. Every now and then I, I listen. If 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 I if if me getting these right was like a baseball batting average, you know, three out of ten, <laughs> I'd be heading to the Hall of Fame here. Well, we can tell you that the main event starts on July 3rd, so they will play on the 4th, which is a little bit different from uh, past years. Uh, but uh, it will be the 50th championship event. Uh, it was when TV came in that it changed the name to the main event. Uh, used to uh, call it the championship event. Now it's officially called event number 73, the $10,000 No Limit Hold'em Main Event World Championship. There we go. Now, wait a minute. You tested me on, Varcon- <coughs> on um, Robert Varconi, but what, w- what, what was the big thing about that year? Do you remember? I don't. Uh, Phil, he knocked Phil Helmuth out with a queen ten, oh, okay. and he won with a queen ten on his final hand. Okay, so that was his big. And Phil Helmuth like criticized the hell out of him, and then had to, you know, uh, you know, eat a lot of crow later on when uh, Varkani won the, the the championship. Well, they're looking at this year's event, saying it's possible it could be the largest main event ever. Uh, not for sure, because that was a huge year back when uh, Jamie Gold. Jamie won. Gold. That was uh, well over eighty, uh, uh, eighty-seven hundred, eighty-seven seventy-three. That's the biggest event ever. And that was two thousand six. They think they may be able to. Come. Well, here's what they base that on. At least the one story that I read. Uh, between two thousand fifteen to two thousand sixteen, it only went up about three hundred players, but the next year went up almost five hundred. 
and went up 653 between 2017-2018. So if they get a similar type of growth from last year's event, it would be over 8,800. So that would wait, be the wait, first wait. one. I'm sorry. Go back to the 27, 17 to 18. What was it? What, I mean, what was the 27, jump? 6,653. Oh, it jumped by 653. Three players. So if it jumps a similar percentage-wise, it'll go over 8,800? Yeah, well, it, it, they say if they get an additional 1,000 players from last year's event, it would be up over 8,800 because it was about 7,800 last year, I guess. I, I, my guess would be that they're going to come in just under that number the, uh, would be my guess. Last year, I, I fell a little short, you know, of, of the number that they, that, that they came up with. Um, I'm... Thousand players is a lot of players. Yeah, that's that's, a, lot that's players. a good. That's a what? A, roughly about a twelve? No, more than that. Probably about a fourteen, almost a fourteen percent. And you wonder how many people are satelliting in with online events. And there's a problem with that, by the way. Um, this uh, reversal of the Wire Act opinion. Uh, they had once set an earlier date, then they moved it back now, and it's like June fifteenth that the government is giving uh, the online sites to, you know. Uh, agree with 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 the policies, the new policies, and and it's going to limit players if it goes through. Of course, there's lawsuits going on. New Jersey is suing the DOJ over that reversal, so we'll find out what happens. But <clears throat> all we know right now, from what I've read, is that the online events uh, players from New Jersey will only be able to play in the first two as of this point, because after that date kicks in, they may not be able to allow them. So it could happen. It could not happen. We'll see. Uh, there's nine online bracelet events this year. First one comes in on June 2nd, and the second one June 9th. So when June 15th rolls around, we'll see if they enforce this and, uh, and uh, you know, offer prosecution if they uh, violate that. So we'll see what happens uh, with that. But, um, you know, it's still everything's pretty much up in the air. We'll find out what the uh, legal ramifications are. You know, it's so frustrating for us that we've been doing this for over nine years and you know, consistently over nine years talking about changes, and now what? How long has it been? Seven years since Black Friday? No longer. Two thousand eleven, it? it started. So, so almost it's eight. Almost eight, eight, eight oh no, it's, it's past, past eight, eight years because it was April fifteenth. Right. It's it's really sad. But anyway, um, in conjunction with the fiftieth World Se- Series of Poker, they will ha- have a first fifty. Is going to be a night of celebration. On June the 29th, we're going to let you know about a, the dinner and awards ceremony will be conducted at the Brasilia Room. And bracelet winners are asked to be in attendance. It will be hosted by Lon McCarran and Norman Chad. And following the festivities, they'll have a VIP poker tournament. So uh should be fun. There's uh, seven categories they want to have people vote on. So I don't know exactly how they're going to do that. But here's the categories. Just have some interesting stuff. The most memorable WSOP TV hand. The best overall performance in a single year. Most likely to succeed, the player under 35 to win the most gold bracelets over the next 50 years. Uh, fan favorite player. WSOP favorite bad boy. And that would be some interesting stuff. The most impressive main event win. And the four most important players in WSOP history. So I guess on WSOP.com there's some, some kind of voting area where you can vote on that and we'll see what happens with who, the, uh, who would you vote on that last question that you asked I, I think it's most important players yep well moneymaker for sure absolutely because he changed the game I'm gonna say Helmuth I agree 
maybe Greg Raymer even, you know. <sighs> brought a lot of, uh, he, he the did. year after Moneymaker, brought a lot of uh, attention and eyeballs to the event, uh, kind of a normal guy. Uh, had my, a lot of cover stories about him. My vote is if you put Phil Helmuth in there, you've got to put Doyle Brunson in there. Yeah, Doyle, I think you'd have to. If you, you, of course, you're going back a little longer for his well, like, contributions. Think about it. I mean, you know, going back to that, and to be honest with you, only because of the size of of the pot um, is, you know. Jamie Gold winning the biggest one. Right. You understand? Even mm-hmm. though I don't believe him to be anywhere near uh, the quality of poker player that, mo- especially over the last few years and, you know, the winners prior to him, you know. Uh, yeah. We know that there's some people that have won that really haven't had much success since, and you haven't actually ho- heard Jamie Gold's uh, name mentioned in any other tournament other than that. I mean, he caught lightning in a bottle, as they say, but... Uh, Due to the fact that he did win the biggest event up to date, he might he's definitely got to be considered for the you know. Well, the question was asked: Who were the four most influential or important? Yeah, influential. So well, that would be the important. It says important. important. Uh, you know, uh, Johnny Chan is another one that right. you'd have to think about. Got to uh, go way back to Johnny I'll be, Moss. I'll be honest with you. If, you, if right now I would put like you said, Moneymaker, Helmuth, Doyle Brunson, and my fourth one would be Stewie Younger. Stewie Younger, good choice. How about Michael Mizragi, the grinder? He hasn't won the main event. Yeah, but he's won three poker players championships. Has, has that's won pretty, three that's poker a pretty good uh, championships. Um, but how about women? Women that you uh, think have affected the World Series of Poker? Barbara Enright. Absolutely, she's she's got to be at the top of that list. I think she's the only main event uh, final final table woman, uh, or or not. No, I don't think we've had a final woman in the main right. event, right? But she was the first exactly WSOP. But yeah, how about people from outside the game that have affected? A good friend of ours, Nolan Dalla, I think exactly. would be, have to be a good choice. Matt Savage, maybe. Uh, of course, uh, Jack, Jack Eppel, Eppel, Jack uh, McClellan. Yeah, some of those people. Uh, uh, Benny Binion. Benny the man Benny. who started the whole thing. Anyway, there's some kind of voting. They're going to kind of have a Mount Rushmore of uh, players, and we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, this guy's Mount Rushmore is Doyle Brunson, Stu Unger, Phil Helmuth, and Phil Ivey. So I named three out of the four, yeah. huh? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't see how you could leave Moneymaker out of that. I anyway. don't either. I don't either. Anyway, uh, because it's the 50th anniversary, and they've announced this tournament earlier, but there was a little bit of uh, pushback on it. Uh, the bracelet winners only event, and when you it sounds like a great idea, it'd be kind of cool. But when you dig down a little bit, there have only been thirteen hundred and thirty-four bracelets awarded. How many? And now, and now many you've got to start subtracting the multiple bracelet yeah, winners. Yeah, probably at least two hundred people have won more than one. Uh, you figure maybe seven hundred to seven hundred fifty bracelet winners that are still alive, and uh, so that's the maximum size of the. Uh, tournament play. So Dutch Boyd uh, tweeted out, he said, uh, looking at the WSOB schedule, trying to wrap my head around the bracelet winners only event, a fully raked $1,500 no limit with zero added, a stacked field, and a mini prize pool. How is that supposed to capture the excitement of anybody qualified to play in it? And they responded, uh, in, to their credit, they said, you're right Dutch, no excuses, our bad. How does rake free sound? And that kind of changes things, I think. Exactly. 
Actually, that's that, that was smart of the WSOP management to come back with that because that should be a, a celebrated event. And if the players are feeling like Dutch Boyd said, you know, the you know, where's the value in that? You know, where's the excitement in that? You know what? Maybe maybe they even add prize money into that into that pool, you know, without taking obviously no rake and, and add something to it just to maybe turn it into a TV event. You right. know, listen, yeah. hey, hey, this person's looking at his card. He's got three bracelets. This one's looking at his card. You know, you, you, could, get a, you could get a lot of publicity out of that if, if you market that correctly. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, uh, we'll look at a few uh, new things at the tournament this year, and then we'll uh, also uh, review some of the events. I want to go under one hand I saw that was pretty cool, and that is at a short deck event at Triton. Uh, tournament, uh, not sure, exactly sure where that was played, but uh, there was a hand that uh, John Juanda was playing. Let me see if I can find that exactly here. But uh, I'll tell you what, let's take a break first. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line. We'll get into the World Series of Poker Schedule and a little bit of what's coming on. We'll also take a look at uh, the event, which is finishing up today, playing down to a final table. That's the WPT event at Choctaw, uh, our guest last week. Uh, Tom Wheaton went out to play uh, for Faded Spade, Team Faded Spade, and uh, I guess he made it to day two, but uh, no further. And uh, they are down to the final six now. That will be played in about a month, the day after the world, the uh, Seminole Hard Rock final table on May 30th, where the 31st will be Choctaw. So let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll look at a few more uh, events from the uh, World Series of Poker, which we're looking at tonight. A few other things to talk about. Big news out of the Seminoles here in town, too, uh, legally uh, uh, pushing back against the state of Florida. So we'll talk about that as well. Okey-doke. Okay, we'll be back. You're listening to Poker Action Line, and we hope you'll continue to join us after these messages. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. What is that? Oh, that? It's my time machine. Does it work? Sure. Just hit this button. Whoa, dinosaurs. Cool. Or we can go here. Hey, that's Napoleon. Me. Or we can go to the future. Wow. Hey, you have this nice house. Do I have a nice house? No, you didn't save any money. Always spent it on vacations and stuff. If only there was a way I could go back in time and correct that bad habit. Yep. Okay, the time machine is not real. But the saving thing is. Get in the habit of putting some of your money in savings each week through a 401k, savings account, or financial investments. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy tips on saving, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. What does this crazy little button do? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro, is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events. 
NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe from Poker Action Line. Uh, Joe, you mentioned short deck, and now that's kind of uh, catching on. They're going to have a $10,000 uh, buy-in short deck event that goes on June the 2nd. And uh, there was a short deck event over in uh, at the Triton Poker in, Su- in Montenegro. Montenegro, what uh, country is that in? That you know? in Montenegro used to be part of Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, okay. Very good. Not up on my bob. Hey, I use this thing for something other than a hat rack every now and then. Very good. <laughs> anyway, there was a two hundred fifty thousand dollar tournament, and uh, John Juanda had pocket sixes. Okay. Going up against Sergey Lebedev, who uh, just had a, a king jack of diamonds. Okay. And this is just like a, a unbelievable type of um, monster flop. The flop was ace, ace six. Okay. So he flops a full house, but as you mentioned, you got to keep in mind that full house doesn't beat the Oh, because they were playing the uh, short-handed. Okay. So the turn is an ace, ace of clubs, and uh, so obviously now there's a bunch of different things out there, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, a higher full house. You could have a pair, just a pair in your hand, and all of a sudden have exactly. a better full house. Exactly. Yeah, you got a pair of sevens or higher, and you, you got beat a better them. full house than than Juanda. Yeah, it's no longer a really good hand for Juanda. Right. Until the river, which is the six of clubs. So now he has quad sixes, and gets uh, raised by uh, Lebedev. Because he's got the ace high flush. Right. And Juwanda folds. Folds the winning Because he thought he had a four aces. Maybe he had an ace uh, in his hand. Maybe he had a big pair to give him a, a nice wow. house. But it wouldn't have held up anymore. But And then, of course, What else are you going to put your opponent on? Yeah. What else can you... I mean, I mean... Well, there's no flush because there, there were... Without seeing how the betting pattern went, you know, it's it's hard for us to see this, but... If uh, you know if his opponent had been betting, trying to get, you know, trying to get that club, you know. Yeah, they don't give the exact bets here, so, so I, I can't give so you that. So without without seeing how the betting went, my my guess is his opponent was extremely aggressive. The club comes on the on the river, you know, and either he's saying he's not putting on his opponent on that flush draw that beats full houses because obviously an ace, you know, has quad aces and. Again, it's a new game. Uh, you know, you have to get wrap your head around the strategy for it. So my guess is the betting thing is what had to make him decide to fold the second. Yeah, well, I think it's a, I think it's a good fold. You know, he did lose the hand. He ended up winning the tournament. So uh, everything. So I don't out care fine. what happened in that hand. He did everything he had to because he wound up winning the tournament. So before that doesn't matter in my opinion. There was another guy uh, playing in the event uh, named. Uh, uh, Daniel Devoris, and there was a hand where he had pocket aces and raised to 750000 on the button, and, and uh, Juanda called with Queen Jack of Diamonds, and the board flopped King 10 8 of Diamonds. Yeah, wow. So, and did his opponent have the ace of diamond with the pocket pair, or no? He did. 
So he probably called them all the way down. Yeah. And no diamond came. Because that's difficult now because you got five, six diamonds, and there are, what what do they play from? They took they, they take the two, three. The two, three, four, and five are taken out. And out. So you got, uh, what, four cards out out of 13, nine, and there's five, six. There's only three diamonds left in the deck. The king came on the uh, on the turn and an eight of clubs on the river. So uh, Joanna picked up that hand and won a big one. And uh, he had divorce covered and knocked him out. So he ends up winning six hundred thirteen thousand in that tournament. Just a just a bizarre hand to, to see that. You know, uh, the guy that that bluffed him off the hand had just the king jack. So he was just basically playing the board. Against. No, no, he had better than the board. He had much better than the board. The board is a full, is a full house. Is the he, guy had the flush? The flush beats any full house. He didn't. He ended up. He didn't have the flush. There wasn't three uh, diamonds on board. Oh, 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 I thought you said that when I because I asked you. I said when the when the second six hit the board on the river. No, that was, that put up the flush. The six was on the flop, and the six of clubs was the river. So. Uh, you know, he was just basically playing the board, and Juwanda had the uh, sixes in his hand for the, but was worried about the the guy having the ace, having the ace, or or possibly. Uh, I thought he was probably else. betting because he figured Juwanda had a pocket pair, had caught the full house on the turn, but his flush would have been better on the river. You know. Anyway, uh, it's something to keep in mind because, as you mentioned, the full uh, the flush beats a. Uh, a full house in yeah. that game, and the other thing to keep in mind is that the quads are, uh, you know, not quite as improbable anymore. You know, with those other cards. Of course, the because too. you know you you've got twenty what thirty two cards only in the deck. Yeah. So thirty two. Is it right? Four. No, thirty six. No, I'm sorry, thirty six. Thirty six. There's sixteen cards around. Excuse me. Anyway, uh, that's coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the World Series of Poker, but I did want to mention the Seminole Hard Rock. Uh, I don't know what you've heard about in town, but for a long time, the Seminoles have been unhappy that the uh, different paramutuals were using the player-banked games. We talked just a little bit about it two weeks ago. Uh, they now have decided to halt payment. their payments to the state, which has been totaling about $350 million each year. Yeah, they're putting it in escrow, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right now, but not giving it to the state. Uh, the tribe chairman, uh, Marcella Sassiola Jr., said, we will not pay the state another dime until the illegal banked card game issue is resolved. So, we'll see. Those games are like three-card poker, war, and uh, yeah, this I mean, ultimate they, they, uh, hold they, they, they're, they feel like they have an exclusive, but the, the paramutuals have been running those games for several years now. Doing very well, well with them. We've got four tables in our room alone on it. And Anyway, they were trying to reach an ad- agreement at this legislative session that just expired. In fact, there was the talk about the sports betting coming in and maybe the Seminoles being the um, the hub for sports betting. And there was a lot of talk about maybe them getting uh, some other table games and uh, that the sports betting would be at the... Uh, Paramutuals, all kinds of things were talked about, but it came up so late in the session that they really didn't get very far in it, and uh, that was it. So um, we'll see what happens with the the ruling on it. But for the the point now, they are forcing a move. So now with a hotel coming up this later this summer, probably or into the fall, and lots of movement here and a lot of uh, publicity with that, they are uh, trying to. Uh, 
see what happens. The legislators are now worried about uh, having to cut government programs because of the loss of revenue. And uh, they didn't put it in the budget this year, supposedly, uh, one thinking this was probably going to be happening. But um, there's a lot of uh, worry around the state whether they're going to get this done. So they almost, I don't know, I would think they would have to cave in. Uh, most likely. Well, right? if they already planned without, you know, uh, without those 350 million into their budget, you know, they may dig, they may be digging their heels in and uh, seeing who blinks first, because you know it's not only the DP games, Dave. They 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 want to get roulette and and and, and craps, uh, craps yeah. so that they are a full Las Vegas style, you know, casino. Can you imagine how that would be down here if they had that craps and, and, yeah. and roulette? And, you know, you go there and you're having the exact same experience. I mean, they're doing everything else just like Vegas. So, Well, that was one of the things I heard. What some they comments. didn't want to give up was those the, the, the rights of the DP and then the, the states fighting back to give live blackjack to the, to the paramutuals. To the paramutuals, yeah. Uh, one of the things I heard was that they said, why don't you just tell the Indians to go jump in the lake? Uh, we don't need your money, and we're just going to open wide open statewide uh, the thing. But now, the fly in that ointment is it has to go through a 60% vote from the people. Why do you think the hard rock... See, the government wasn't... Uh, tell, you know, listen, I, I've dealt with you know, with a lot of the idiots up there that, that are supposed to be, you know, our representatives. But, you know, uh, this state, you know, sometimes is ass backwards with the, with the majority of people living north of uh, of West Palm Beach, Dave, where, you know, if this state was smart, I would have, for, I would have op- like you said, opened it up. They would have earned probably about a billion dollars in revenue if they had opened it up to everybody. And then the Indians would, th- think about it, why would you come into the middle of the state or into some of these areas if you could go to places you don't have to come all the way out here? You know, you make destination hotels on the on on the beaches and and and, and these towns and you know now now you're at their mercy practically, Dave. Right. Yeah. You're at their sure. mercy, and so wh- what do you what are you supposed to do? What do you think you're supposed to do there? I mean, I applaud that they didn't put that into the budget, you know, uh, haphazardly and and hoping that the Indians would cave in, but you know. We never get the full picture of how this is going to be, how this is going to plan out. I, I just, I just would bet my money on the state screwing this up one way or the other. <laughs> that would, that, that's where that I would, comes that's from. Where someone I, who's dealt with them for uh, half of his life. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's, it's, it is. It's amazing, Dave. I mean, you hear some of this stuff, and uh, you know, there, there was a strong reason why Disney and and the Hard Rock, who are, you know. Two players in the game who are on the opposite end of an issue uh, teamed up. You know, uh, what's that? What, how's that saying go about strange? Something makes strange bedfellows, yeah. and uh, you know that 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 vote in, in November did that. It's it's obviously great for the people who have licenses, like my boss now, my my owner of our casino. It's wonderful, um, but you know, hopefully the state will allow all the paramutuals to. Go full blown. Yeah. Let it, let us compete on an e- equal equal uh, footing with the Indians, and uh, you'll you'll see that they will definitely hit, take a big hit in the pockets. Yeah, for sure. 
um, you know, it's uh, for years and years they said this is disastrous for uh, the people of Florida, you know, and, and they've had the Seminoles against it. Not Well, the Seminoles because of the competition, but the Disney people obviously said we can't have this coming into our state. We get it in our state on a somewhat lesser level, and it hasn't caused the problems that all these people claim. Same thing in New Jersey. The same thing happened when Atlantic City opened. I was living over there, and oh, good Lord, and this, that, and the other. You know, the these these simple-minded people who believe, you know, you know, that this is going to bring ruination on 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 the world and and in their neighborhoods. And you never hear about any of this. Yeah. It, nothing has changed that wasn't already there prior to the gambling. Have, do some people suffer from it? Yes. But you know what? It's like anything else, whether you're, you're an alcoholic or drug addict or whatever you're addicted to. If it's not offered legally, people find a way to do it illegally. Yeah. And nothing is going to change. I'm almost 60 years old, and I don't see where anything has has been such a significant you know change that it warrants not putting something in that will attract tax dollars that can help so many different and regulation uh, and all protections and and that's right that's not even mentioning that Dave it's it's amazing it really is Um, well we'll see what happens I don't know Um, I don't understand why for something that has waited so long for this compact to be renewed uh, what's going to force it to happen next week? I don't, I don't see that really. Do you? Yeah. Well, listen, we're not privy to the the negotiations yeah, that are going exactly. in. Listen, got a new governor. This could be, this could be one of those where the Seminoles realize, okay, you know what? You know, they're not caving in on this. Let's threaten this. Maybe we'll cut our tax dollar to them and cave in and give blackjack and all of the. I mean, listen, there has to be a give and take on both sides. And, you know, the Seminoles right now are playing their cards, you know, the, going back to our poker show here. They're, they're playing their hand like they're sitting with four races in their hands yeah. and, and, and trying to force you to go all in. They tried to get a 31-year compact. Uh, I don't think that makes any sense for the state. Things will change so much in the next 10 years that do you want to get yourself locked in for three decades yeah, well, the the the, the Seminoles are, are dangling all this money that, you know, over 31 years. And, you know, we need to have politicians that have the, the, the foresight to say, we can make a lot more. You know, we can generate a lot more tax revenue for this state, you know, if we become open-minded about certain things. And like you said, I don't know if, if they can force an amendment now after the vote, but... You know, if you sell it correctly to the public, you could get enough. You could get that sixty percent to override, you know, right. what's going on now. But you need to have the positive spin from the state that allows you to do this, and you, and you need these politicians to grow a pair sometimes and step up and say, you know, this is what's going to be best for the state. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's take one quick look uh, before we go to break on uh, the Choctaw event and uh, WPT. Uh, I'm kind of wondering, I was watching some of the weather and I saw they were going to have some terrible, uh, severe weather in Oklahoma and Texas. So, uh, Choctaw is is right there in Oklahoma outside of Dallas. So, I don't know if they had any problems, but it appears that they did get done today playing down to the final six 
And so we have a final table set now for May the 31st out at the HyperX um, Sports Arena, the eSports Arena at the Luxor. That will be the day after they have the Seminole Hard Rock final table. And the chip leader going into the final table will be Will Berry. He has 7.5 million chips. Craig Varnell, a former WPT 500 champion, has 6.2 million. Nick Pupillo, 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 I guess it would be, <laughs> Pupillo, has 3.1 million. Trung Fam, 2.6. Austin Lewis, 2.5. And rounding out the final table, the short stack is Stacy Jones with 980,000. So that field is set and uh, will be played out there. And then following that, they will have uh, one more tournament at the Aria. Of course, the Tournament Champions is going to be out there uh, this year, and they will have the season ender, the regular season ender, uh, will take place uh, also at the Aria, um, I guess in about two weeks. So we'll see what happens with that one as well. And uh, there will be three final tables back-to-back on the 30th, 31st, and the 1st of June, I believe. So... Uh, all that coming at the same time that the series is getting underway, so a lot of early events. Uh, one of the things taking place in that first week now before the uh, Casino Ploys event, which is on the 29th, is the uh, tournament honoring uh, Gavin Smith. They're having a $200 buy-in tournament that will take place uh, on How the 28th. How old was Gavin when he passed? Uh, around 50, I think. Late 40s, maybe. Uh, but they uh, that will kick things off this year. A special event uh, with money going to the family. I guess they were not in great financial shape, That despite he probably made hundreds of thousands, if not millions, over the years, uh, did not have money put away to take care of his family. So uh, that will be one of the main things to kick off the World Series of Poker. So we'll see uh, what kind of turnout we get for that. But everybody's out there now. Of course, they're out there now for the Venetian tournament. Don't have any results from that, but we'll keep an eye on what's happening there as well. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a summer camp for poker players. <laughs> and regardless of if you're able to play $2,500 or $3,000 tournaments, it, there's plenty of cash games every night. There's uh, satellite tournaments for as low as $70 to get into events and uh step tournaments and all kinds of things going on there. So it's uh, nonstop action at the Rio, and not to mention all the other big places that are really trying to poach some of those customers uh, on a regular basis throughout the series. Yeah, but it's funny. Everybody everybody seems to get a nice slice of that pie. You know, uh, it, it seemed like you were just going to get crumbs from the WSOP if, if you ran tournaments. But, you know, the fields are amazing, and, you know... It just crazy. tells you how much, you know, we kept wondering, is, has poker reached its peak? Has it done this? Apparently not. Last year, there were 200, I'm sorry, 123,000 entries in WSOP bracelet events uh, for $266 million in prize money. Yeah, and, and then think about how many people even. played in some of the other events, like you said, at the Aria, the Venetian, and, you know, uh, 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 other venues that are out there, you know, having these great long, big tournaments. And the, the, the live poker games, the cash games, are running 24 hours a day. So there's Well, that's, that's what you hope to draw with, with these tournaments, not to mention that, you know, 
the the fees when you have these kind of fields, you're making tremendous freaking money. Right. You really, you really are. Fifteenth straight year at the Rio, and possibly the last. We'll see what happens. Uh, whether um, the well, the upgrade there was definitely happen? wonderful. You the know, what? From, the what? Uh, from you know when they from when they went, yeah, you know. So uh, you know, let's see where it goes from here. But you know. That's the crown jewel of whatever you're selling there is the, is the rights to that. Yeah. Uh, just one more word on that Gavin Smith tournament. It starts at 6 o'clock on the 28th of May. $200 buy-in. Help raise funds for the family. Uh, it will be rake-free. The prize pool uh, will get half of the money, and the other $100 goes to the Gavin Smith Trust. That all takes place on the 28th. Well, I hope they have a lot of people to help his family out, but... Sad story when when you know that someone has generated that much money over their playing career and um, you know unfortunately squandered it basically. Well, Stu he was Unger, a big drinker. Stu Unger, you know, uh, there's you know, uh, we've heard stories about a lot of different people who, you know, the, unfortunately, uh, you know, poker players fall into that degenerate gambling bug and have to live for the high that comes with it. And trust me. Came very close to falling into that trap. All right. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, do a final segment. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty long one, so we'll see what we can come up with here. And we'll uh, maybe refer to that story I told you about the uh, the dealer chick road. We'll see if I can find that. Yeah, if you can find that, that'd yeah, be that'd wonderful. Be okay, poker action line here on another uh, week as we run things down to the World Series of Poker, which gets underway basically with the Gavin Smith tournament on the 28th of May. And then the casino employees event on the 29th, and then swings into full gear with stuff every day for seven weeks in the main event starting on July the 3rd. We'll be back uh, with more of the show when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line from South Florida, and we'll be right back. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer could purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes. And if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit. And much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the play-for-free demonstration and hope that you will join us 
when the Play for Real game becomes available. This is Alice Cooper for RADD. There's a lot of things we have no control of in this world, but that's not the case with drunk driving. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Think ahead and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives on and so should you. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe from South Florida as we bring you another edition of Poker Action Line. Uh, a few things going on legally. Uh, a lot of sports betting news. Uh, the state of Iowa now has sports betting, just uh, signed into place. Uh, one additional story, uh, I guess the next one's come online, possibly Illinois and North Carolina. They're expanding a lot of their gaming, so we'll see what happens in uh, the Chicago area. The Basically, the political machine there will make or break whether they have a deal, but they're trying to get uh, sports betting up there. And the state that we thought was going to have online poker possibly next was Michigan because they almost had it done at the end of the year. Of course, the governor was leaving office and waited to the last second and did not sign the bill, Rick Snyder vetoed the legislation, said there hadn't been enough analysis on it yet to decide how the revenue was going to work. So they ended up uh, passing there, but the new governor they thought was going to be someone who would sign it, another Democrat, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, and they thought that she would come in and sign the new bill and Michigan would be the next one to have online poker. But uh, she has made her position known that unless it can be shown that it will not carve into other gaming for the state, including their brick-and-mortar operations, that they will not be able to partake of online betting either. So nothing has happened there. And uh, we'll see uh, which next states. Uh, West Virginia just came online. Uh, That was the newest state that will have online poker next. Uh, There's been a date laid out for Pennsylvania to start online poker, July 15th. Yeah, that's right. We were we were actually expecting them to start a little sooner than that, but uh, I guess they Has took a while tiring out the uh, taxes and every and all the other little details. Meanwhile, New Jersey suing the Department of Justice uh, lost their patience because, yeah, following the Freedom of Information Act and, and asking for answers uh, on the W uh, on the DOJ's the recent crackdown uh, pushed by Sheldon Adelson. Uh, and they haven't been able to get that information. So just another thing in Washington where uh, the government is denying subpoenas and not coming up with the information. Uh, although I heard that the Trump uh, administration got a big setback today when uh, that judge that said he was going to put it on the fast track ruled against uh, Trump. It said that the company that has his finances is going to have to release the information here in the next few days. So... A lot of talk about that on the uh, different news shows tonight. So things are shaking up in Washington. Things are shaking up all over the country. And uh, look forward to uh, a good World Series of Poker where we don't have to worry about the uh, the uh, 
what's going on as far as yeah. Washington. <laughs> Just get lost in the poker for a little bit, huh? Exactly. Uh, I did want to mention this uh, this article. Uh, the, oh, the other thing I did want to mention, there was a big story in, uh, I think it was Card Player, on Maurice Hawkins. They did an interview. And since he won his 13th ring, he's now telling everybody that he's the he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. And he's a funny guy, and uh, he's always good for a few interesting, colorful quotes. I, I, I'm sure there's a few people out there who would tell you he's not that funny. But, uh, well, true. You know, you I, know, guess, the, I guess that's his, true. His style, if you're an observer, is fantastic. For our show, it's wonderful. Uh, you know, for some of his opponents... I think they'd have a slightly different opinion, Big Dave. Yeah, probably so. Uh, wanted to talk about a couple of games. We'll save that other story just for a little bit here because I want to uh, talk about the newest things out at the World Series, uh, the things that are that are brand new. We, we mentioned the Big 50. That's a $500 buy-in tournament that runs from May 30th through June 7th. And Rake Freed celebrates the 50th anniversary. There will also be a 50,000 high roller on the other end of the spectrum for uh, the big players. There will be a lot of attention to the high roller players, I think, this year. Uh, the Brace of Winners Only tournament we mentioned. There will be a mini main event. Uh, this is a new tournament that um, has a $1,000 buy-in instead of the 10000 It's very similar. Uh, blind levels are only 30 minutes as opposed to the two-hour level. So the main event and that will start on July the 1st. Uh, there's the, besides the Gavin Smith Memorial Tournament, there will also be one called the Salute to Warriors, a $500 buy-in event uh, that runs from June, July 2nd through the 5th. $40 from each event to the USO and other veterans organizations. And there will be plenty of deep, deep stack tournaments each night. Uh, the Colossus this year is only a $400 buy-in. That's a big change. And there will be some other smaller tournaments. I know there used to be. What did it have last year? Thirteen thousand, if I remember. Thirteen, fourteen. I think 000? it was closer to eighteen thousand, maybe. It dropped. Uh, I thought it dropped more. Cause First two years it was over twenty thousand. They dropped last year a little bit. I don't, I don't have the exact number here, but uh, I'm guessing like seventeen or eighteen thousand. Uh, several new price points for other tournaments uh, that have the crazy eights, which will be eight hundred eighty-eight dollars with forty thousand starting chips. And uh, that's a big race. They had 8,000 starting chips last year. So a lot of these things have changed. Uh, The monster stack, the double stack, uh, will have $25,000 starting chips. So that's a trend, I guess, to to, to open with more starting chips. Is that what people want? Yeah, because... More play, more action. You know, the the blinds start a little higher, but, you know, it gives you a little bit more play for your money. And, um, you know... I haven't checked the blind structures, how they got up, but I'm sure at one point it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. It's in the early play of the tournament that it makes a difference where you can try to sit there and, you know, pick a good hand to hopefully double or triple up and continue that as you go forward. So um, I know as a player I'd love to have more chips, obviously, and, uh, you know, like I said, it gives you a lot more play, a lot more options going forward, and, for me, if I can get at least a little bit more playing time and, and have a better opportunity, you know, I may be able be allowed one big one mistake, hopefully, and, and still have chips to to make a difference. The uh, online events I mentioned, there's nine of those. The first one on June, the second. Uh, be some other things. Uh, 
around surrounding the tournament, like there'll be a main event seat giveaway to celebrate the 50th anniversary. They're giving away $50,000 in buy-ins to the main event. You can earn up to five entries for a drawing, which will be held on July 1st. So they'll have drawings, and, and that's the sort of thing that we haven't seen a whole lot of earlier. Um, you just buy into the gold bracelet events, and you'll be tracked for all the uh, drawings for that. There will also be a hot seat promotion, $500 uh, for the live-action games outside of the bracelet events. Uh, Forty of these live-action tables will participate in the hourly hot seat promotion. Random seat drawn each hour, and the player of that seat receives $500 in cash value Rio Casino chips. And that runs from June 3rd to July 9th. Uh, you'll also, this is a big change, uh, you'll be able to wire in funds for t- WSOP tournament play. Always in the past, you were able to use uh, cash, cashier's check, casino chips to buy into tournaments. This year, you'll be able to actually use your credit card and debit card in person at the WSOP main stage. So that makes, Good. I don't know what took so long for that to happen, but uh, that will be uh, available out there. I also have some kiosks set up to uh, initiate your account for different tournaments, avoiding the need to use the registration line. Uh, Automatic shufflers, they're adding a whole bunch of those to the Amazon room. Um, 100 uh, automatic shuffling machines (laughs) made by Scientific Games. You know how expensive they are? I'm going to tell you right now, we wound up buying refurbished ones and our... what did we get? Nine, ten of them, or twelve? About a hundred and twenty thousand was the price for those, for refurbished ones. Well, I'm sure they just rent them for the seven weeks, right? They probably wouldn't buy them all. Yeah. Would they? Uh no, maybe you know. <laughs> it all depends how expensive, because I know the rent. I know at Dania, they. I mean, I never got an exact number, but they were so worried about how much they were being charged uh, for them. Depending on how many hands are going to be done, and let me tell you something, we have them in our room, and sometimes they create a lot more problems than 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 they serve. I, really? I honestly, my opinion, you don't get you don't get the the benefit that they they claim to get out of that. I honestly don't believe that these machines go down way too too often, you know. So whatever you've picked up. And that 15, 20-minute fan, when once that machine goes down and you've got to place it out of another one and everything else, you know, you've lost the, 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 the big edge that I believe you're supposed to get with these shuffle masters. They're very delicate when they get too much dust in them. And it's, I guarantee you, you walk into any room here in South Florida, Broward or Dade, that are using shuffle masters, you're going to hear the same story I'm telling you for most of the poker room managers. And if you have a big tournament that has uh, more than 100 tables, you can't use them because you can't use them on some tables and not mm. others, right? Exactly. That's why this doesn't make any sense to me, you know, because um, I guarantee you they're going to go down. Not to mention, you know, the, your tables have to be set up, you know, with the electrical system in the right spot for that big Dave. Yeah. So, you know, God bless them if they can do it, you know, but uh, it's a lot of work, and, you know, like I said, I don't know how you handle the scenario once, uh, you know, once machines start going down and others are still working. Yeah. Um, 
Looking at this other story, uh, one of our favorite new writers that we mentioned on the show is the uh, the dealer chick, and she gets a question uh, talking about how do you deal with a filthy felt. Oh. And the guy says, uh, "I saw a player touch his chips and then eat food with his fingers and kept doing it." I don't, I don't think the, the casinos wash their chips ever. First comment on that: Do the casinos wash their chips? Well, not us, not anybody that I know now, but I cannot say never because. When when I worked at the Classic, Dave, those chips were so filthy, and so many people complained that they eventually had dealers coming in and you know would use uh, Dawn uh, soap with water, you know, in, in the buckets, and you had to try to clean those clay chips. Those clay chips get filthy. People don't realize that it's mostly because of the sweat, and then obviously just dust on there. And like she and if she mentioned and if it comes down to food, um, funny real quick funny story, Dave. I had a lady who came up to me when I was a supervisor back in '94 at the Seminoles. We were only open maybe two or three months, and again those chips were nasty as hell. And this one lady came up to me. She goes, "So you're one of the bosses here?" And I go, "Well, I'm a supervisor, ma'am. How can I help you?" And she goes, "Well, I'm telling you right now, and tell your bosses." I am going straight to the Board of Health to complain because these chips are just the nastiest things I've ever seen. And you guys have to be passing on some germs with all of these chips. And I said, ma'am, good luck with that because most of the dealers (laughs) and people here would applaud you if you get that done. Well, she says in her story, she says, in seven years, I've only seen one occurrence of a casino that attempted to take chips out of play and washed them. She said, the shift supervisor sat at an empty table with bleach wipes, tending to each chip with care. I think the effort lasted for about one and a half shifts before the suits got bored and was set aside. Yeah. You don't have time to do that if you're in a busy room, you know? Yeah, she says, I can't testify that chips never get washed, but I'll take the under on any number of times you want to guess. And as I I have said many times when we've (laughs) spoken about her columns, I I couldn't agree more with this this woman. She said one of the problems uh, is bottles of Corona, that uh, a lot of times the waitresses dip the bottles in salt, and then that passes on to people. That I've never seen. But Dave, I have seen. I actually had to get security to get a gentleman out of my room who had horrendous pink eye, and was touching chips, you know, the cash. And it took over half an hour that he was playing before customers and one of the dealers who she she sat down and and almost jumped out of the chair when she saw him. And I got called over, and oh my God, I had to take a step back myself. And I said, "Sir, you need to step away from the table." And he was a little bit, you know, uh, upset and belligerent about it. And I, I just called security. I go, look, this man's going to get everybody infected here. It's a contagious disease, pink guy. And, and you know, they had, they had to physically remove him from the room. And he was not a happy camper. You know, I, I have no idea why because if you looked at his eye... Like I said, when he turned around and I told him that, you know, he was sitting in the chair and he turned around, he was in seat one... I took a step back, and the dealer, the the dealer who was, and I told the other dealer, I go, "You didn't see this guy's eye," and he kept touching the eye because you know it secretes, and I don't know. I was so nasty. I I I actually took those chips off the table. <laughs> she said, "There's so many people. You have the lick my fingers guy, the can't find the soap guy. There's the poop my pants guy, the pee in a bottle guy, and the haven't brushed my teeth in days guy." 
she hasn't said anything that I have not run into. And she also says sometimes if you see, like, uh, physical stuff on the cards, if it's green or orange, you know, it's got to be some kind of body part. Yeah, but, 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 but it's not Secre- body secretion. I, I'm telling you, it is. It is. And, and well, with that being said, you're talking about the shuffle masters, so think about that. Those are on the cards. What do you think happens when the mechanical system gets that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it breaks it down. So how do you stop it? Uh she says one time she looked under, uh, and this was probably the great line in the story. She said uh, uh, she looked under the uh, the rail, you know, and there, I guess stuff collects under Ooh, there, uh, including and, uh, chips and money. And she says, uh, "Where's the line there?" She says, "She says I saw enough skin there to convince me that someone had left their face behind." <laughs> that I don't. That honestly, I don't ever recall seeing, you know. But uh, it really is nasty, Dave, and 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 it's hard to stop, especially when it, it comes down to food, because you're making money off of this, and if people don't eat in your room, you know, um, maybe it's a matter of making sure that they get, uh, you know, something to wipe their hands with at the table. Do you have the uh, the sanitizers? I personally have bought two humongous ones like this that you know fly through, but even with ha- most of the people who use that are people who are clean, yeah. that all of a sudden feel, feel dirty because of somebody like the, the dealer chick is, has mentioned in her article. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard this line in the, in the casino? Hey, Seed 5 crapped his pants again. Uh, <laughs> no, well, listen, at Dania, I had an, old, an elderly gentleman come up to me, I mean, you know, and he goes, listen, sir, I'm sorry to tell you this, but... I had an accident on the seat, and you could see the stain, and you could see the stain in his pants as he walked away. I have seen people walk away like this, but I had a gentleman who was uh, in a mobile, you know, one of those really motorized uh, mobile wheelchairs, you know, I don't know what, what he was, but obviously, you know, and unfortunately, he, you know, I'm so sorry that he had this incident, whatever happened in his life that made him, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a cripple, you know, uh, handicapped, whatever you want to use the word. But he was a nasty man. I mean, he was just nasty to everybody around him. I don't know if he was just, you know, pissed off about his lot in life. But he calls me over one day and he goes, hey, buddy, I crapped my pants. He goes, he goes, who's going to clean me? <laughs> I swear to God, I looked at him, he goes, I go, that sounds like a personal problem to me, sir. What would you like me to do? He goes, somebody's got to clean me. I go, somebody? Yeah, do you have somebody in mind? (laughs) But if you remember, we had uh, a large uh, Haitian community that was part of the the janitorial crew. And one of the nicest gentlemen, I wish I could remember his name now to give him credit for it, Actually cleaned this gentleman. Oh, wow. And I pooped my pants. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, and let me tell you, uh, about a month later, he did it again. And then our boss made sure he wasn't allowed back in. Because well, just, I, guess, you know, I guess the final thing. We're running out of time here at the end of the show. But <clears throat> I guess you just stay as clean as you can with yourself. Don't contribute to the problem. And when you get a chance, I uh, hope you get moved to another table. Yeah, let me tell you, that's that, you know, she wrote a great article there, and you know, mentioned a lot of great facts. It's something that it's, you know, 
out of mind, out of sight sort of thing that you have to deal with in this business. Think of what those tables, uh, they bring all these brand new tables in at the Rio, 700 tables or so, all pristine and beautiful felt and brand new. At yeah, the end of seven been, weeks, what do they look like? Oh, they're 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 destroyed. They're filthy. They're filthy. I yeah. mean, well, you know, especially with so many tournaments and the the entries, twenty-four can, hour play. Yeah, exactly. It's just brutal. Okay, but listen, they'll earn enough to buy some more felts and refelt them again. Absolutely, it's a it's an ongoing story. That's going to do it for the show tonight. Uh, Geo, thank you for all your help as usual. Joe, uh, your contributions as well. Just uh, glad to be back. Good luck to everybody listening to the show that's getting ready to head out to Vegas. Have a great summer. Uh, yep. May good have a luck couple of shows there. on how to save some money out there uh, as we get into things. So we hope you'll continue to check it on the show. Of course, we'll have results and standings and um, what's coming in the, in the next few days. So be sure and listen to Poker Action Line every week when you head out there to Las Vegas and to Rio. We'll catch you next week on another edition of the show. Thanks for being with us. And we'll talk to you next week. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 